Welcome to the Creative Thinking Podcast with Kim Thomas, a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. In each episode, we seek to inspire, inform, and encourage creative thinking from a biblical perspective. Through this Advent season, Kim will share readings, prayers, poems, and ponderances, reminding us of the depth and beauty of Christ's Incarnation. Find a link in the show notes to download the accompanying PDF devotional. Also, if you live in the Middle Tennessee area, we welcome you to join us in our historic chapel for our candlelight Christmas Eve services at 4 and 5.30 p.m. or streaming online at 5 p.m. Now, here's Kim. The mystery and paradox of faith and communicating those complexities in a way for many different audiences is what lights the fire in a communicator's engine. Add to that the joy of artistry, and then you get the explosion of beauty, creativity, connection, and in the case of Charles Schultz, an audience of all ages and an enduring career. I can hardly believe that November of 2022 would have been Charles Schultz's, the creator of Peanuts, 100th birthday. This deeply committed Christian passed away quietly of colon cancer at 77 years old in 2000, leaving behind a legacy of charming and cleverly simple, sophisticated cartoons that captured the childhood of a small community of characters. The irony of how he mingled in deep wisdom and faith with the innocence of childhood endeared him to fans who saw themselves in Charlie Brown, Lucy, Linus, Snoopy, and the rest of the gang. This year, as my husband Jim and I pulled out Christmas decorations, I looked over at a tiny little foot-and-a-half juniper that we had transplanted from the front garden into a container by the window. It gave it a good try, but it was now simply a little bent-over yellow and brown dried memory of a hoped-for juniper. Jim and I looked at it, and then each other wide-eyed and I pulled out a single red Christmas ball and hung it from a branch. It tipped the tree over appropriately, and a few of the little needles sprinkled down to the table beneath, and we both said, Charlie Brown Christmas tree. In 65, 1965, Schultz and a team put together their first animated television show. It was a holiday special with the theme of finding the true meaning of Christmas. The decision makers at the network were hesitant at first. The final product had several of Schultz's unorthodox methods. Utilizing real children's voices rather than child actors. Commissioning an originally composed and played jazz score. Omitting a laugh track but including the reading of the Christmas story from the Gospel of Luke. That was a non-negotiable for Schultz. Because of his fortitude and his undeniable talent, the special went through and has played every year since 1965, although recent years and now it's available on streaming services. The year that it played, it won an Emmy and a Peabody Award. 
securing its place in artistic history. There's no denying the charm and artistry of the special, but the unique moment comes toward the end in the best ever sharing the gospel moment when Charlie Brown is with all of the children at play rehearsal. He's at his wit's end, and he wails in frustration. Doesn't anybody know the real meaning of Christmas? His friend Linus walks up in his gentle voice and is given center stage, and he recites the answer plain and clear, exactly as Luke had written it. When he finishes, he walks back to his friend Charlie Brown, and he says, That's the true meaning of Christmas, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown leaves the building with a smile on his face. And then we hear that important part again as he looks up into the sky and remembers the words that Linus quoted. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Another iconic scene in Schultz's special when all the children are gathered together and they begin to sing, Hark the Herald, Angels Sing. Schultz illustrates their little heads thrown back and all their mouths fully open to the heavens. Even Charlie Brown throws his arms out side to side as they all sing, Glory to the Newborn King. The Schultz Museum page online says that his many accomplishments were thus. The Peanuts comic strip was syndicated in over 2,600 newspapers worldwide, with book collections translated in over 25 languages. Schultz received Emmy Awards for his animated specials, was recognized and lauded by the U.S. and foreign governments, had NASA spacecraft named after his characters, and he inspired a concert performance at Carnegie Hall. A boy who said he only ever wanted to draw for the funny papers used his creativity And to his surprise, his reach was extended beyond his wildest dreams. More importantly, millions have heard the gospel because of the creative and consistent, passionate and persistent work of Charles Schultz. Like the Charlie Brown Christmas special, the carol to close out our Advent podcast this season is Hark the Herald Angels Sing, with words written by another incredibly productive and creative man named Charles Wesley. We spoke about him earlier in the podcast this season. He wrote this one in 1739, and the music is from Felix Mendelssohn. Of his over 6,500 hymns, Wesley wrote this one within the first year of his conversion and it's full of fresh fervor. The Psalter Hymnal Handbook describes the hymn this way. The text's strength may not lie so much in any orderly sequence of thought, but in its use of scripture to teach its theology. 
that teaching surely produces in us a childlike response of faith. We too can sing glory to the newborn king. A childlike response to faith, singing glory to the newborn king like the Peanuts kids. So let me read these lyrics for us today, if you will. From Hark the Herald, Angels Sing, Glory to the Newborn King, Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, Join the triumph of the skies, With the angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born, in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, Glory to the newborn King. Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord. Late in time behold him come, Offspring of the virgin's womb, Veiled in flesh the Godhead see, Hail, the incarnate deity, pleased with man in flesh to dwell. Jesus, our Emmanuel. Hark the herald, angels sing, glory to the newborn king. Hail the heaven-born prince of peace. Hail the son of righteousness. Light and life to all he brings risen with healing in his wings. Mild he lays his glory by, born that man no more may die, born to raise us from the earth, born to give us second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn king. I think sometimes reading the lyrics, like the poem that they were, without singing them, we hear them in their original intended form in just a little bit different way. I've enjoyed that this season. And then here's some scriptural references for us to dwell on. 2 Corinthians 5, 18 and 19. And this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them and entrusting then to us the message of reconciliation. Matthew 1, verse 23, Behold, the virgin shall conceive, and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Then our last reference from 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to his great mercy. He has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of of Jesus Christ from the dead. So that's looking forward. This Christ who came was born at Christmas, born to die, that we 
won't die because of the resurrection. Well, our last prayer focus for this Advent season together is, again, for wise and righteous leaders. But as we close out our time together, let's focus on leaders in our churches. Okay. First and foremost, Father, we pray and ask for our leaders to have an ongoing passion for Christ and a clarity and flourishing in their calling as pastors, shepherds, administrators, and servant leaders. Continue to give them trust and confidence that you will provide the strength, wisdom, vision, and resources for the ministry that they serve. Because ministry can be all-consuming, we ask especially that you would protect them from burnout or compassion fatigue or even from the loss of vision or creative verve. Give them wisdom to balance their time for the long obedience in the same direction that must have Sabbaths and times of rest. We ask that you would also protect our leaders from any sense of insecurity or envy, set their minds on what is good and true, and, O Lord, we ask you to protect their hearts and minds in holiness and purity, building righteousness in thought and behavior, in public and private. Lord, may our leaders be drawn to rich times of prayer and fellowship, in personal devotion with you in the most precious times of communion. In the busy season of Advent, Father, give our church leaders the wisdom to lead well, to be clothed in the righteousness of Christ and in the strength of the Holy Spirit so as to lead their congregations to welcome Emmanuel, God with us. In his name, we pray this and all the prayers that we have shared together. Amen. Thank you, friends, for spending these few weeks here at Creative Thinking with me. I'm Kim Thomas. And so now go and make what no one else is making. Say what no one else is saying. And go where no one else is going. Be who God has made you to be because he said, it is good. Thanks for listening today. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with friends and family. You can stay connected to The Village Chapel by signing up for our newsletter or following us on social media. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com.